Well, one, I really just don't like being startled. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, asshole brother Bobby. And again, I held on to her arm the entire time. Of course. All up in your business. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror stuff and things and merchandise and books and music and um, themed underwear assortments. Lions and tigers and bears. Bears of cocaine bears even. Meth gators and things of that nature. Jason Harrell is in the house. Hi. What's going on, Big Jake? Oh, I was doing good till somebody pointed out that I'm a massive vagina. Oh, gets, stop gets it. Gets terrified in dark places. I don't blame you, man, <laughs> but that's part of the fun. I'll go to a haunted house at some point in my life well, I'm trying when, to t- when I grow up. I'm trying to talk Jason into coming to haunted attractions with me and the rest of the posse in uh, the fall. And he's already given me excuses. <laughs> and I only one excuse. I'm, I'm busy. a massive vagina in the dark. Come on. Uh, I just, I don't want to. What I'm, is it? I am too quick to punch. Okay. What if we uh, zip tie you? Well, now it's just sounding sexual. Uh, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Why do you think I want to get you alone in the dark, big boy? <laughs> What's we'll, up with you, man? We'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, we'll figure it out, all right. Uh, not a lot up with me, man. I've no? been doing much of the same, sitting around, watching TV, vegging out. I had to make a call to work. Oh, no! My, ugh, it was in, I had a calendar event for that dreaded day ugh. to call and say, hey, I'm coming back May 1st. Yeah. Am I good to go? I was hoping they'd say, no, you're terminated. But, yeah. They yep. said, yes. Sadly, I return May 1st. Oh, they're going to have a big uh, banner with your name on it. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe uh, a cake. <laughs> yeah. Some some festivities. They don't even have a desk for me anymore. <laughs> She's like, I, I took your desk. I'm like, I don't care. This is, my, <laughs> this is my new supervisor. Perfect. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm basically coming back long enough to say goodbye to everybody. I don't yeah. really plan on doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't plan on me <laughs> yeah. doing a lot. She said, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. Okay, good. Keep your expectations yeah. See, low. it's good I set a low bar all those totally. years. Yeah. yeah. As long as you remain consistent, yeah, then you're good to go. Anything. Yeah. What's I love up with it. you, man. Oh, you know, just hanging. I got a, a, a great big fat announcement to make. Do you? Paddedroompodcast.com <laughs> has been given a full facelift. It's basically at this point uh, Facebook, but just for us. Yeah. Along with, you know, different show stuff. You can find. We got a Terradome page. We got a meat hook page. We got an immersion therapy page. A lot of it is uh, either links that do nothing or like the Terror Dome page is filled with kind of 
bogus and arbitrary information just for testing purposes. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the like Facebook kind of features work under the uh, inmate recreation area. Um, you do have to create an account there. But yeah, buddy. it's also an easy way for people to send messages, send emails, uh, and get all your deets. And, uh, and to listen to the latest episode. And for us to steal your information and yes, sell it to the highest sell it to China. bidder. <laughs> China. China doesn't bid very high, usually. They think we work for $3 an hour or something. So, yeah, it's uh, in its infancy, but it is at least there and working. It's much better than the Podbean page. I'll tell you that right now. Light years ahead of that fucking thing. All right, well, we got a horror show to get into here, Jason. We got horror news, listener mail, all that razzmajazz. Let's kick things off with a little horror news about this time. Let's do. <laughs> horror news. What do you got there, fella? Well, in the biggest news of all, it seems that on this Blues Day Tuesday, that today is the official release for the Birdemic box set. Oh, I thought you already had it. Oh, you pre-ordered Yeah, I ordered it, like, directly. Well, <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> had to get some stickers, you know. <laughs> yeah, it came with stickers? No. Oh. <laughs> no, it was from the, the vendor. Oh. Uh, but, you know, decent little swag. Uh, the only other information is... Um, or news is that Scream Factory has announced a 4K release of Creepshow. Nice. They've got a shit ton of different bundles going all the way up to like $140. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, it comes with like enamel pins, the posters, and okay. all that shit. All right. Uh, release date for that is slated for June 27th. I don't know if I need that. I already have it on DVD. Um, not even a Blu-ray? Uh, no, no. The jump from DVD to Blu-ray is it's pretty, it's normally pretty quite noticeable. Yeah. I, I could see skipping out on a 4K for a lot of things. But. So, so, a couple of things. First off, I'm suffering the curse of the Birdemic. I'll elaborate in a second. All right. But with this physical media craze that I've been on, and my, local, my recent shopping spree, this room is starting to fill up with Blu-rays and uh dvds and i'm at what point am i going to uh outlive these things at what point am i going to run out of enough time to watch all these movies yeah i don't know but i'm going to keep buying them anyway yeah i am too (laughs) i mean i've i don't at this point i used to keep a spreadsheet of my orders and pre-orders yeah because i would just forget that i already spent money on something Mm -hmm. and and now i've just abandoned that too so just buy it i'm well, that's why I end up with like three copies of Terrifier too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I I'm like shit. I didn't know I bought this. I always end up with one of them. So by all means, shop away. Well, buddy. I love you. <laughs> right on, dude. Now the curse of the birdemic. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me. This is weird, and it's starting to piss me off a little bit. Um, Peacock, Tubi. Um, I think there was another one. Uh, Might have been Paramount Plus. They all have birdemic, the original. The the not the rift. Well, they I know Tubi has a rift track also. Yeah. But anytime I fall asleep uh, watching any of those streaming services, when I wake up the next morning, birdemic, yeah. right in my face. <laughs> Usually, right in the opening credits too. Lucky you. No, not lucky me. That's how I know I'm gonna have a shitty day. Wake up to birdemic for Christ's sakes. 
Is that the extent of the curse? That's the curse, yeah. That's yeah, not too bad. I mean, yeah, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> it would be worse if I was like getting birched. I thought you were going to say you were, you know, being forced to watch two and three. Oh, and... I'm not going to do it. I'm not. No, no way. Not unless somebody pays I know who it. you can borrow them from. <laughs> I do. And don't give Tony any ideas. God damn it. Uh, looks like Eli Roth is finally going to release Thanksgiving. It's coming out uh, this November, 2023. Mm. So we've been... Was that the, one of the trailers from Grindhouse? Exactly. Okay. And that came out, what, 2009, something like that? Yeah, a while it's a ago. Bit, it was a while yeah, ago. it's been a while now. And uh, I don't know what the holdup has been. Apparently, it's been in the can for quite some time. So, lucky us, we're finally getting that uh, Thanksgiving movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see him do another movie. I don't really know that's the movie I was holding out for. Well, he's also doing that, uh, what is it, Borderlands movie based on the video yeah. game? I got high hopes for that. There's star power I think he'll do, probably, unfortunately, do better with that than he will with Thanksgiving. his next horror movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be he's, a... He's pretty hit and miss. Thanksgiving-based slasher from what I gather. Yeah. If it turns out to be something about a killer turkey... It's going to be like machete. Yeah. With the turkey shit. You know? I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Over the top violence, things like that. Definitely going to be at least one turkey baster kill. Through the, I hope through, so. Through the eye. I'm putting I, my money on it right now. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I mean, is there another reason to watch it? <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> what else we got here? Um, Barry the Bride now has a trailer out this month. Now, this is going to be the second Horror film from our old friend Spider One of Power Man 5000. Watch the trailer. Um, I'm not going to shove it up your ass. I know you hate trailers. But I will say it looks much more cohesive than Allegoria. Allegoria was all over the place, which is one of the reasons I liked it so much. But uh, this looks more like a standard story plot format. So I'm into it. I'm going to check it out. I'll definitely check it out. I liked Allegoria. Uh, speaking of uh, Scream Factory, mm-hmm. guess what's getting the uh, the big Scream Factory treatment? What? Motel Hell. Oh, that's right. You seen that one? No. It's silly as shit. I, I can't swear. Is it where a family kind of breaks down and checks into a, a motel with cannibals? I think you're thinking of Manos, the Hands of Fate. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I know you spend a lot of time if, thinking about Manos, think, the Hands of Fate. Maybe I'm thinking of like Farmhouse or something. I, I can't remember what it was. Uh, this one is the motorcycle accident and the, um, the chick wakes up with amnesia. Uh, and they basically, there's a farmer and his sister and they basically just abduct her. Mm-hmm. But... Halfway through, she decides she's in love with the farmer, and All they're going right. to get married. Okay. But in the meantime... So it's like a horror-based overboard. Well, yeah, but then there's like uh, Cliff Clavin from Cheers gets oh, involved. Wow. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're elevating it. I'm just saying, there is that. Uh, anyway, it's getting the uh, big 4K treatment from Scream Factory. Also going to have all the special features, I'm sure. Uh, are you ready for a Witchboard remake? Sure. It's already begun principal photography. I love a Ouija board-based movie. Jamie Campbell Bower is going to star in it. I have no idea who that is. Me either. I didn't bother to look her up either. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Bower's daughter. Well, clearly. Uh, or son. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I'm not too excited for it. I'm not, I'm not the big witch board guy. Yeah. Tom Hardy out there has got a boner the size of Texas. Right well, he'll now. probably hate the remake. I should, well, Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no Tawny Katane. Exactly. No uh, bother. soap opera level acting. What else we got here? Uh, speaking of um, 
remakes, reimaginings. Dead Ringers is getting a remake, a reimagining from uh, Amazon Prime. Trailers are already up. Interesting. Did you ever see Dead Ringers? Yeah. Jeremy Irons? Yes. Yeah. What would you think? It was fine. I was really looking forward to it when it came out, but then I was I was kind of disappointed. I mean, really, it's just a drug addict is, surgeon. Is that a Cronenberg flick? It is, yeah. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, it really makes a lot more sense now. I get it because, you know, if you're gonna have you're gonna be operated on, you wanna make sure you've got the good twin, not mm-hmm. the drug addict sure. twin. <laughs> Unfortunately the drug addict twin has killed the good twin and now he's performing your operation. You know, if he, the dentist and Dr. Giggles, could just open up like a medical suite. Sure. Private practice. Oh man. <laughs> Do some great business. <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> Corbin Burnson, maybe. He might their might. Yelp review is gonna be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he might uh, you know, at least bring in the ladies. I don't know. Uh, looks like that's all we got on the horror news, my man. You ready all for right. some listener mail? You bet. Oh, boy. Let's see if this new email thing is working or not. Fingers crossed. Oh, here we go. Listener mail. Oh, yeah. We're up and running here, Ben. Uh, once again, inmates, the old email, thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com, has crashed, or for whatever reason, I just can't fucking get my hands on it anymore. Uh, the new email is mail at paddedroompodcast.com. And if you can't remember that, go to paddedroompodcast.com and find all of your contact information there. There's a link right there for you. How do you like that? You see the great links that Jason has gone through? Or take the lazy way out and just use the contact form and it'll directly send you an email. You could do that too. Pop you right in there. Uh, here comes Tony. He's going to be a little upset about not getting his email in last week, I think. Subject line, Sharks Suck. Was Shark Side of the Moon the worst movie we watched this month? My biggest issue with the movie was the scientific inaccuracy. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe there were flaws. Oh, he's going he's gonna to break down the biology of it for us. The fact that sharks could learn Russian but not English is ridiculous. This was bad even for the asylum. I'll have to make sure to re-up my Patreon when Shark Side of the Moon 2 comes out. You know, oddly enough, uh, Tony, there's actually another Shark Side of the Moon, another movie called Shark Side of the Moon. Um, I didn't watch it, but it has something to do with lunar phases affecting a shark spawning pool and a boat being adrift in the middle of it. And uh, there you have it. Know, that's that's as far as I got. Sounds more like Shark Side of Uranus. Sounds better than Shark Side of the Moon or my anus. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, this week was decent at work. I made $347 while watching various programs. Nice. Here's a list of what I watched at work. House of Darkness. I saw, I was, I almost started this one. This was intriguing at first, then never went anywhere. A lot of talking with a payoff coming way too late. Down from 2019. This turned out to be the Valentine's Day movie from Hulu Into the Dark. It was okay. We saw that one. You remember that one? What was it? Down. It's where the two people are stuck in the elevator, and then you find out that one of them kind of engineered them getting stuck in the elevator. It doesn't ring a bell at all. It's one of those Hulu into the dark things. I don't don't think I watched that. It is all right. Maybe that was... Sounds um, like Devil. Yeah, kind of, but a lot hornier and a lot less (laughs) supernatural. (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, Night of the Living Dead with riff tracks. These guys usually make unwatchable movies watchable. To me, this wasn't funny. Oh, man. Uh, the Black Phone. I like Ethan Hawke as a bad guy. Knock at the cabin. This was meh. Waited the entire movie for the Shyamalan twist. It never came. Rays. Zoe Bell in a movie making women fight or die. This was probably the best movie I watched this week. 47 meters down, uncaged, I think is what. It would have been better had all the girls died. Not everything needs a happy ending. I don't have time for much else. I really like the blonde from Friday the 13th remake and the chicks from Species. Ah, a mountain lion. Tony. (laughs) Scary stuff there, Tony. He wrote in again. Subject line, Darian lost his Hotmail account, but still has his Hotmail account. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do, Tony, as a matter of fact. Greetings, padded room. I don't have much to say, so I'll just talk about the movies. I liked Hellfest. Uh, It isn't an A-plus horror movie, but it is definitely a passing grade C-plus to B-minus area. Yeah, it's a fun flick. Sure. The ending set up for sequels. I'm sure that COVID fucked a lot of production up for films, but this one seems like it should be able to spit out at least one more. The one part of the movie that I seriously questioned was in the bathroom. Where was the hand dryer mounted six feet up on the wall? I asked that same question, and Sarah knew, immediately knew the answer. What? What is the answer? <clears throat> well, it, it only makes sense if you looked at where the movie was filmed. It was filmed at a water park. Really? Yes. Okay. So the reason it's high is to dry your hair. No shit. Yeah. Oh. So they were trying to film it at like, I don't know, Universal Studios or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, they couldn't get access to that. But the water park that was like right there uh, was available. Oh. So okay. there you go. Look at you two guys. <laughs> you three guys. I can't believe that that fucking hair dryer came into play. That's There you got it, Tony. Answered that question for you. Six feet up on the wall. That can't be a thing, right? Do women really blow dry their hair in public bathrooms? Is that why they always go in pairs so someone can push the button for you? Torn hearts. Again, it was fine. Nothing to brag about, but good enough to watch. I get it that one sister, one singer was supposed to be super hot with star power and the other is supposed to be less attractive. But when casting the movie, do they tell the actresses, we need a girl that can sing but isn't hot? You're perfect. The hot singer was exactly that, though. Katie Seagal was the best part of the movie. I agree. I've always wondered how those casting calls read out. Yeah. Like, does it say looking for... Homely chick. Pretty, but slightly unattractive. Yeah. Uh, dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We No, we, we really need you to be a little uglier than this one. We need you to look like chewed bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here to uh, audition for the slightly uglier... <laughs> I mean, it'd be just so weird. I am How a self-deprecating. hot two and a half. <laughs> That's what I am. Uh, weekly, to- weekly total, $262. Well done, Tony. Nice. Uh, three on a meat hook, fish hook, or uh, shark movies. Number three, ghost shark. It's the ghost of a great white. It can't hunt wherever there is water. Ocean, swimming pools, the toilet. Yeah, that sounds dumb. Number two, sand sharks. It's sharks that can swim through sand. Number one, damn sharks. <laughs> this one is different in that its title isn't that isn't what the sharks are, but what they do. They build dams out of people. Okay, 
Sure. I can't believe nobody came back with Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre. Oh, boy. One of my favorites. <laughs> honorable mention to the franchise Honorable mention to the franchise within the sci-fi shark movies, not Sharknado. That is to the multi-headed shark franchise. Two-headed shark attack, three-headed shark attack, five-headed shark attack, and six-headed shark attack. Well, I hear a mountain lion. Tony. I'm just hoping that there's a shark pastor movie shark pastor yeah shark apocalypse <laughs> instead of velocipastor sure we need not? a pastor that turns into a shark shark uh priest shark no father shark no uh i don't know we'll have to work out the semantics of that well done tony oh he hears another mountain lion man i think you could do foley for uh movies like for for birdemic movies sure <laughs> 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 right on that's all we got on the email my friend i think it's time for some voicemails i'm just happy to know that the new email works. it does work and it does go to my phone so i can read them on the air jason let's start things off in the funky south here comes our main man in alabama funk, alan funk, funk funk it up padded room what's, what's up, up alan? everybody's doing good um yeah Hmm. Meat Hook, the um, shark movie. Shark movies. I guess number one would be Jaws. Sure. Number two would be Sharknado Three. Okay, going deep. And number three would be another Sharknado movie. I just don't get into shark movies that much. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe number three would be that one Shark Lake or whatever. I don't know. It's just like oh, I Shark Night. Get out of the water. The shark's not going to mess with me. Yeah, that's anyway, what I said. Uh, Easy way to watch solve that. Watch Hearts at first. I was like, this is a fucking Lifetime movie. I ended <laughs> up liking it more. Um, that's a pretty cool blood in it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it, sense. didn't love it. Um, I get that. Charlie Murphy, who Mr. Darian is, i got to go back and listen to the clues. Okay. I'll get back to you. I'll talk to you later. Beautiful. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Alan. i tell you what. Tell me. Torn Hearts. Yes. Josh Leonard. Who's Josh! That? Which guy's that? Uh, he was the shady producer. Oh, okay. He's put on a few pounds, but I think he's still... Who is he from? Blair Witch Project. Oh, my gosh. Josh! That's him? That's him, yeah. yeah Can you def- believe that? Okay. Yeah, he's definitely stacked on a few. Now, on the other hand, Shiloh <clears throat> Fernandez looks like he's slowly <laughs> withering away. Especially when he puts on a wife beater. <laughs> that guy's got to get some protein, man. <clears throat> All right, uh, Alan called back. Let's see what he has to say this time. Mr. Brock, yes, would sir. you be the Grudge remake? You nailed um, it! That's what it sounds like. You got me. Anyway, I watched a couple movies this weekend. I watched uh, Knock at the Cabin. Oh, what'd you think of that? Um, we didn't hate it. You know, it was like M. Night Shyamalan's been real hit or miss with me. I get that. I kind of liked this one. Um, I watched the original Dracula. Liked it. Which, um, WrestleMania night one and two. That's not hard, but that's all right. Of course. Anyway, I'll talk to y'all later. Beautiful. Bye. Thanks for calling back, Alan. You got me on the uh, education, my friend. Um, I wonder which original Dracula he's talking about. Thirty-two. Bella Lugosi. Is that thirty-two? Yeah, it is. But before that, technically Nosferatu. That's that's actually a um, like a trademark infringement of Dracula. It's yeah, the exact would... same story. They just changed the names of all the characters. So he might be talking about that one, too. I don't know. 
Uh, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey yo! Hey yo! Padded room. What's How up? Is my favorite degenerates this week. We're here. Fair to Midland. I do hope everyone is doing well. Hey, I want to get right into it real quick. Sure. I have a couple things I wanted to ask you yeah. about. Uh, first, let me get in on that uh, meat hook there. You know, I'm shark not, movies. Not a big uh, shark movie guy, so I really don't have much to say. I, right. I would guess I. I mean, it's got to be the first Jaws, of course. and I think the second Jaws might even be number two, and Not then, uh, I don't know, maybe the Shallows, you know? I, yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of uh, experience with the uh, the shark flick, never I get really, that. I think. But, um, yeah, anyway, as far as uh, the what are you looking at department, I actually got to catch a couple of flicks. Okay. Um, I got to see uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, that's which, a good one. I, I don't know why I hadn't seen that before. Man, that, that is was a good a one. Good flick. Man, yeah, was, buddy. Yeah, that fun. was just a shitload of fun. And I got to <laughs> say, it really reminded me of like a trauma film, mm-hmm. like when trauma gave a fuck. Yeah. When trauma used to try, that yeah. sort of thing. That, that's the kind of feel I got from it, you know, and. I don't know. Anybody who kind of misses that old trauma, give this one a shot. I, I, I would guess most everyone's seen the thing by now, but yeah, but I'm, I was late to it. Anyway, that's a good flick. Um, I also got to catch, because uh, of the, the whole shark thing, I was flipping the, trying to find, you know, what's a good shark flick? And my daughter was there and she saw Man Eater on. Man Eater. I don't know, Hulu or something like okay. that. I don't know where this girl gets her, like, her love for sharks, man, to be honest with you. Like, she wants to see all these sharks. Fl- I'm starting sure. to wonder. i got to check. I don't know if the man with the biggest balls in Australia, Tim, snuck <laughs> over here. And it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Or what, man. But she's got too big of an obsession for sharks for this to be a coincidence. I love it. Anyway, uh, Man Eater, not that great. Um, Doesn't you know, sound good. Standard shark flick, shark eats people, people fight shark, you know. Something about it, though, that kind of stood out to me is uh, very uncharacteristic of horror movies. When they kill the shark, the shark's done. That's Usually. It. Shark gets shot, shark's done. Yeah. And you're like, okay, here comes, like, the big jump scare, you know, at the end where the shark comes back up behind them uh-huh. or, or whatever. And you're sitting there waiting for it and fucking never comes. Yeah. Which I guess is cool, but just, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Okay. And the other weird thing about it is fucking the movie was over like the conflict was resolved okay our main characters you know have made it back safely to land and the movie's got like another fucking 15 20 minutes to go Ugh. and i'm like what the fuck man I, you know it's just to just to like set up the potential for a sequel i guess okay and, uh, gp i get that man you know Sometimes they squeeze these movies out a little too fast, and then they're like, ah, shit. (laughs) We got another uh, 15 minutes to kill. What are we going to do? I don't know. I feel like that happens a lot lately, especially on the the lower budget side, like the uh, Amazon Originals, things like that. Right on. He called back. G motherfucking peed. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Woo. Shit, I have no idea where I got caught off there. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you that uh, the Manny flick, it's like 20 minutes too long. Yeah. Got, uh, the whole situation's resolved. 
and you still got like 15 minutes editing fail to set up That's what a that possible is. Yeah. sequel for okay. a film that it doesn't need a fucking <laughs> it's not going to get us. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, I was going to say, I got to see the flick, um, hmm. We Have a Ghost. Okay. And comedy, on Netflix. I think. And the yeah. flick is like advertised as like a family comedy That's thing. That's what I thought, yeah. It's not a fucking comedy, man. There's like no jokes. There's no humor. There's very little like... Is it a horror film? Is it a failed comedy? Even. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was... It was Pretty off, but maybe it's just a non Very, uh, those are my favorite. Very socially <laughs> preachy. Oh, okay. oh, those are uh, great. <laughs> but again, hey, if you're gonna go with that route, man, say your piece. But maybe you can like weave it into the story where it's not so fucking clunky. Oh, that hell it stands no. out so much. No, we're just gonna punch you in um, the face with it. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually say stay away from uh, We Have a Ghost. I had no intention of watching it's that. Just too damn long for what it is, and. And what it's really not. It's not a comedy. It's really nothing. Okay. But um, anyway, quick question here for you. Shoot. You know, I, I've been saying how Screen 6 sucks and all that. Correct. And so I, I've kind of, like, done a little diving and into, like, horror movie uh, YouTubers that do reviews and shit. Okay. Weird Cheating on us? Everybody says Screen 6 rules. <sighs> shit like, oh, this is my favorite since the first, and... Like, what the fuck, man? Maybe, I don't know, maybe I got it wrong. Maybe I don't get it. Well, let's not jump to any conclusions. I don't know. Have you ever had any of those uh, horror flicks that everybody fucking yes. is, like, licking his fucking ass, and you're like, fuck this piece yes. I don't know. It, it just really seemed to bother me. People, like, all the the problems I have with it, they, they are the praises for it. Yeah. I really don't want to say a whole lot because I know, you know, Part of the fun of it is, you know, figuring out who the killer is and all that shit. I don't want to say anything much about it, but I don't know. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in, big guy. But sometimes Scream goes overboard with their whole whodunit, Scooby-Doo bullshit. Yeah. Because it'll be like some character that has a backstory you had no way of really fleshing out on your own. Yeah. Till it's revealed at the very ass end of the movie when they do the big reveal. Yeah. Um, the YouTubers that I have watched review it, um, two fairly long form, uh, reviews. There seemed to be a common thread that they all thought it started out really strong. And for the first like quarter to two thirds, uh, was really good. Cool. And then it just fell off. Uh. It just wasn't good at all for the wrap up. Like that final act. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think they this kind of when you get into these these long drawn out franchises like Scream, which is what twenty years old now. Yeah. If you go back to the original Scream one, um, your audience you're trying to attract a younger audience with the same old gags, so you have to change those up to a much more socially minded, hipper, up to date audience, which is going to push all the older fans away. Which I think is a big reason why we didn't care for Scream 5. That and Melissa Barrera, of course. <laughs> you really hate her. I really hate Melissa Barrera. 96 for the original Scream. So, yeah, geez, uh, 17 years. No. Right. No. <laughs> no I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> 27 years? 27 years, man. Yeah. Fuck. Almost 30 freaking years Jeez. ago. Jeez. There are. That uh, explains Courtney Cox's face. Oh, God, it's getting bad. I don't know. I'm more scared of her than I am of Ghostface. <laughs> you should You know be. what I mean? Ooh. 
If I had, I we already know that you're full of contrarian horror opinions. But if I had one hill to die on, what movie I hate that everybody seems to love, mm-hmm. Monster Squad. Oh, really? I hate that fucking movie. I don't like that movie. I hate it. Yeah. Everybody sings the high praises. No, it's annoying. Now, I get. I know why I hate it. It's because I that movie came out, I think I was like, uh, what did it come out, 88, something like that? So I would have been like 8 or 9. By then, I had already seen Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. I'd seen American Werewolf in London. Um, I'd seen Creepshow 2 with that thing in the lake. So you expect these cookie-cutter versions of the original uh, Universal monsters to be scary. Yeah. I've seen David turn into that gorilla wolf thing. Yeah, and 87. So that's the same year as Lost Boys, I think. Yeah, yeah. Same, yeah same time. I, I, even okay. even it even being a young man, I was like, "This is stupid." They're talking about oh, Wolfman's got nards. Okay, <laughs> if that was a real werewolf, yeah. which is where my mind was at the time, it would have cut you and your friends to shreds. <laughs> I don't. I just can't. Yeah, even it. the like the humor of it. Um, it's very adolescent. Like I can't remember what year uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw came out, but I mean it had to be around that same time. I'm, yeah, and. I'm listening to humor about Ed Norton f- getting fucked in the ass by, uh, <laughs> what's his name, uh, uh, from Honeymooners, uh, Ralph Cramden. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, my my humor was already, Wolfman's got nards, it's not cut. No, it. no. Yeah, I'm listening to some good shit. Yeah. Freaking Red Fox stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even even on the horror side of it. The, the Dime Store Mannequin with the uh, the, the Walmart dracula costume he's supposed to be scary because yeah. he needs to sacrifice a very okay get the fuck out of here all right that's all we got on the horror news my friends <clears throat> uh mail at paddedroompodcast.com is where you email us or you call the mental health hotline area code 775-387-0275 that has remained the same or you go over to paddedroompodcast.com and you set yourself up a profile and then you can interact with us. Yeah, and even if you don't set up the profile, I believe you could still use the contact form if you just want to do it that way. Yeah, if you don't want us selling your information to Russia, <laughs> which we're probably going to do anyway. <laughs> you ready to get into a movie, dude? You bet. Let's do it. It's Halloween. Our goddess VIP passes to help us. What is that? It's a traveling horror night. Has horror mazes in it. <laughs> we will totally lose it in there. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, right? <laughs> Why are we signing a waiver? Well, because the liability is. Hey, bitch. A couple of years ago, some girl got totally gutted. Killer left her body in the park for three days. They thought she was a freaking prop. Some people are just evil. They walk amongst. You think you're scaring me? No. Move. Look, the more scared you seem, the more they're gonna come after you. You have to just play it cool. Help me! 
Please help me. <laughs> so just do it. That was insane, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, real. That's right, Jason. <clears throat> We're talking about Hellfest. Yes, you are. 2018. Uh, starring Cynthia Mercado, uh, Stephen Conroy, and Bex Taylor Klaus. Klaus. Uh, it's written by Seth Sherwood, directed by Gregory Plotkin. Got 5.5 stars on IMDb. Solid R rating on this bad guy to go with it. Um... Would you go to Hellfest, Jason? This Hellfest, not the weird music festival thing. <laughs> yeah, I'd go. Yeah? Would, yeah. You, would you go on any of the uh, attractions? Remains to be seen. Okay. Would but you... I would at least enjoy everything walking out in around. the... Yeah, walking around. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, I'm really surprised this only... With 18,000 reviews, I'm really surprised this only manages to squeeze out a 5.5. So, I'm going to tell you right now, the first time I saw this movie, I really dug it. Mm -hmm. Watching it again last night, there's one problem that I have with it. I still dug it. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. Okay. But there is something that really chapped my, my butthole. Six foot it. high hair dryer? Well, no, not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even notice that, but that's a good point. All right, so our movie starts uh, with a young lady being pursued through a haunted attraction and she's screaming and freaking out and there's a guy running after her and then eventually he catches up to her in a dark room and stabs her and kills her that's your opening from there we're going to cut to our protagonist and our our main characters so this young lady natalie shows back up in town uh to hang out with her best friend for i guess a, maybe a week or so and during this, this week vacation from school that she's taking, she's interested in hooking up with a guy named Gavin, who has apparently shown interest in the past. Okay, fair enough. Right off the get-go, uh, we find out that um, her friend Jody, the one that she's coming to hang out with, has taken a roommate that Natalie doesn't care for, mm -hmm. a young lady named Taylor, played by Bex Taylor Klaus. Yes. Why am I so horny for Bex Taylor Klaus? Are you really? I am, and I don't know why, Jason. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mainly in this movie. Yeah? I've seen her in other movies. Uh, Last Witch Hunter. Um, she did a Vampire the Masquerade like fan fiction series for a little bit. Um, I don't know. Something about her. Hmm. Really is, it the, like, is it the butchy little haircut? It could is it, be. The uh, shorts with the fishnet stockings. She's very punk rock in this one. Yeah. Which is crazy hot to me. But even when she's not dressed like that, I think she's fucking 
hot. Okay. I've already reached out to her on Twitter. Yeah. She gave me a couple. already been blocked. Uh, probably. She gave me a couple of likes, but she's never replied to anything. <laughs> He's creepy. He's a creepy old guy. Anyway, uh, okay, so this is the problem I have with the movie. And it's it's not, like I said, it's not probably not the movie. It's just, the I guess, the writing and this particular character. Natalie, who is supposed to be our protagonist, is the most unlikable See You Next Tuesday ever. She's a stick in the mud. I couldn't fucking stand her. She's a female me. Uh, no. <laughs> not, she's not that bad. At least you'll, you'll come with some witty one-liners and gay innuendo that I love so much. <laughs> she is just a... I, I, I don't understand... Okay, well, we'll get into that because it's an ongoing thing throughout the movie. Maybe she's more of a fuddy-duddy just because she really dislikes uh, Butchie Girl. Uh, Taylor, okay, sure. fine. Don't go to this thing. Yeah. If you're if you're that bent about Taylor going... By the way, Taylor and her boyfriend were the most fun people there. Those are my people. Oh, they were having a hoot. Yeah! Yeah. I would be too. But they bring this fuck face along, and mm-hmm. all she wants to do is him and haw, and oh, God, guys, oh... <laughs> you know, why would you, if okay, if you don't want to go, then don't go. Yeah. Don't go and then make everybody else's life miserable. Yeah, you can hook up with Gavin on the side. Go to a bowling alley. Sure. It'll be safe. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. All right, anyway. Uh, so that's basically the dynamic of these, these three. And, oh, is Gavin going to be there? He is. Oh, wait, did he say anything about me? I don't know. Uh, eventually they have to convince her to go to Hellfest, despite the fact that they got free tickets and free VIP passes. She still has to be, she has to him and ho and haw about it before she finally agrees to Mm -hmm. it. Only on the pretense that Gavin is going to be there. So then we finally get to Hellfest. It looks kick-ass, Jason. Yep. They got like, uh... I don't. I, it look. It reminded me a lot of of uh, Universal Horror Nights because they have like the scare actors just running around the park, scaring the fuck out of you, mm-hmm. and then they have the actual haunted attractions, which are usually like mazes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so they get in there, and apparently there's like a weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you would describe it. There's like a part of the park that you have that where all the top-notch shit is. Mm-hmm. They call it the Deadlands. And in order to get to it, you have to go through this maze first. And then if you make it to the Deadlands, then you have to like sign a waiver because that's a touchy-feely, t- touchy-feely yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I've not been to one of those haunted attractions. Right. <laughs> Can I get extra touching? <laughs> Where do I in sign? or around my crotch? <laughs> Does it all external touching, or was there penetration? Can I just put my zipper down? <laughs> you don't mind if I take this shirt off, do you? Um, What's your policy on walking around with cock and balls just hanging out? Does it bother anybody that I'm rock hard right now? <laughs> So uh, that's like the pretext. That's what they want to do. Uh, from there, we get like a bunch of like fun little montages of them playing horror-themed midway games, which is kick-ass, by the way. I will say that that looked re- like there was the throw, like the ring toss. Yeah. But instead of just pegs, like it was like bones. Yeah. Like, man, genius. Put some effort. Yeah. Simple Put genius. Put some effort into it. Put a, like a coercive theme. Yeah. I love it. I'll fucking throw thousands of dollars at you. Sure. Ever. Uh, so that's all cool and we're getting like this little side story of um, uh, Gavin and Natalie kind of 
They're very awkward with it. Like, oh, I, you know, I'm really glad you came. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've been thinking about you a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know. I think it's the face you're making that really sells me on the relationship. <laughs> I fucking hated Natalie yeah. so much. And I I know I, I didn't remember hating her that much or even thinking, you know, that she was kind of a pain in the ass. But Well, I think the first time you watch it, you're not really pay, paying as much of attention to personalities. I get that. Because you've got all of the glitz and glamour yeah. of Hellfest itself. And yeah. it really kind of is the main selling feature for this movie. Totally. And, uh, you know, with subsequent viewings, I could see you kind of focusing in on more it, of the side stuff. It's almost distracting. Sure. What a fucking bitch this lady <laughs> is. Uh, so, anyway, it's all well and good. They go through a couple of the little attractions. Now we're going to cut back to the, uh, like, the start of the park where we see our antagonist show up. And we never get to see this guy's face. Uh, he walks in. Uh, his steel toe boots set off the metal detectors, but then he... He gets in and he starts walking around and every now and then, you know, we'll get that creepy back of the head camera shot of him watching uh, certain women walk by, like kind of creepily gawking at him or something like that. But then he puts a mask on and just kind of like meanders about as one of the scare actors, which is kind of cool. That would actually be kind of surprise. This doesn't happen. now. I was going to say, it actually be kind of a funny thing to do. Just go to like, uh, you know, like the Andalin family farm and just put on a skull mask and then just... Just start groping people, take it off, and leave. Just start freaking people right out, you know, slap the (laughs) occasional five-year-old, and then you're out of there. Uh, So that's kind of, it's kind of, you know, he's skulking about and things. Um, As we're doing our midway games, Gavin, being the uh, athlete that he is, is trying really hard to win Natalie, a stuffed animal, and he's failing miserably, so that really sucks. Uh, they're getting ready to make their way to the Deadlands, which is kind of cool, or to the maze that gets to the Deadlands. Now, every time they want to do something, they have to pull Natalie aside and basically (laughs) beg and plead with her (laughs) to do it. And that really pisses me off. And then eventually she's like, oh, no, guys, really scary. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I mean. We what? really need a video element to this podcast. Oh, totally. Uh, for, for the faces you're I mean, making. Come on, guys. Can we just talk about how Gavin likes me some more? Uh, and then eventually, well, okay. And then we all cheer and jump up and down because we got the fucking cunt of the group to agree to go on a thrill ride in a park full of thrill rides. Dude. <laughs> like, I will talk, like, from my friends and my friends' girlfriends and my friends' wives, I will tolerate a lot of shit. But you're not going to shit on my night. No. Like, okay. So I envision, now transplant us into that scenario. Okay. You're like, hey, Jason, let's go into this maze right here. Yeah. I know you're a big vag, but let's go. And okay. I'm like, no, I don't want to. You're like, okay, we'll be back. Yeah. End of conversation. There it is. There it is. Yeah. It's that simple. God, anyway. All right. Well, so eventually they go through it, and um, they're walking through, and because – this one really pissed me oh, off. Oh, boy. So because she's the genius and the uh, the fuck face of the group, she somehow, like, realizes the mathematic uh, angles and where the scare actors are going to jump out. So she basically starts pointing them out to all the other people, ruining their – their experience also good for you natalie um but at this point like another chick who is fairly attractive comes running through and she's screaming and yelling and oh my god he's gonna kill me he's gonna kill me 
And the girls are like, wow, you're really selling this. And she ducks and hides underneath like this uh, hidey hole thing. And then out comes our creepier, creeper guy with his mask on and holding a knife. And the, the two other girls, Taylor and Jody, are like, okay, I'm not going to watch this. So they take off. But Natalie stays while the creepy guy pulls her out and could have possibly stabbed her and killed her. Mm-hmm. Now, we can't say for sure if that was him and this was another victim or if this was just part of the attraction. I kind of like that element of the movie. You don't know really what's happening. It could have right. just been one of the other guys. Sure. Yeah, so, I guess I never looked at it that way. Yeah. It could have just been part of the show. Well, later on, we're going to find out that 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 mask and hoodie ensemble is used in different yeah. sites and attractions throughout. So there's multiple dudes wearing the same the mm-hmm. same outfit. Uh, but Natalie just kind of stands there staring at him while he's stabbing the piss out of this girl. And then eventually she shoves off. But he did the slow head turn as she walked away, which means he's now locked onto her. I see you. Now I'm going to follow you and fuck around (laughs) i'm gonna skulk i'm I'm gonna gonna lurk i'm gonna do some possible foot lurking i don't know uh from there they go back and uh reconvene now they're ready they think well they kind of hang out and they have a bar at this place too Mm -hmm. which is you just said the magic word to me i know they did uh they go and they do some shots and have some beers and stuff and then again with the gavin and natalie falling in love they decide to, to dip into a photo booth and uh, they're going to take some silly pictures and stuff. Uh, now, we have Taylor and her boyfriend, Asher, who had a wildly um, misproportionate set of pecs on him. Did you notice that? Oh, the um, – oh the I keep forgetting the, the butchy girl that you like. What's yeah. her name? Her na- well, her character was Taylor. Okay, so her and her boyfriend? Her boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, he had some big pecs. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were like too big for his frame, yes. it felt like. Like yeah. maybe he needed a bra or something. I don't know. Maybe he <laughs> just really likes doing bench press. But, yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway, they're having a great time, uh, and so is Jody and her boyfriend. I don't remember his name. Uh, but they're outside while you know Gavin and Natalie are having this moment. But after they're, they're, while they're in there getting their picture taken in the photo booth, naturally a makeout session uh, takes place. And while that's happening, our skulker comes through and steals their pictures. Uh-huh. Jody sees that and goes chasing after him. Uh, running around, she loses him, but then she kind of gets freaked out because she finds herself like in this weird uh, kind of not less occupied part of the park where there's nobody around. And she's like, oh, and then she goes running back. <laughs> <laughs> she really sounded she, terrified that's exactly there. what she did she went oh <laughs> well the fear is just, just so thick <laughs> <laughs> um so she gets back there and now they're gonna go to the the deadlands now the line for the deadlands is long and even with the vip pass they're gonna have to wait a minute so gavin thinks he's got himself a uh, a panty dropper of a plan here mm-hmm. jason He's going to go back to the weird bone circle toss thing, and he's going to uh, win uh, Natalie the prize that she was going for, which was a pretty kick-ass little voodoo doll. Voodoo doll, thing. yeah, it was yeah. bitching. So, like, not only did they like theme out the games, but the prizes, prizes too. Yeah. I love it. Uh, he goes back there and he tries to just buy one. He's like, "Hey, bro, I've hey, given you a million. Dollars. I spent like fifty bucks here. Can you just give me one of those fucking things?" Now, if that was me, I don't know what the policy is at Fright Fest, but if that was me, after like his fifth 
sixth, eighth attempt to do this and not win one, I would feel bad for him and just give it to him. Or I would, like, give him the, like, hey, take this and throw it over that way towards that angle, and then you get it, and then sure. I can give you one. So I'm like, you know, I'd help him out. Nah, I get where like, you're You're just embarrassing from. yourself in front of your girlfriend. Maybe that's what he liked. He, like, kind of betaing the guy down. I could, yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? It's there basically cock block. There are some pricks out there. Sure. You know? <laughs> Why don't you try it again, you limp wrist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep giving me money, too. <laughs> Just uh, pretend these pegs are just cocks. I'm yeah. sure you'll grab one. If these things were giant boners, you would have hit one by now. <laughs> so uh, he, the the kid's like, no, man, I'll lose my job. So the guy's like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, as he's walking away, he sees like an employee run out of this little, um, I don't know, like storage, storage area, area yeah. with a bunch of stuffed animals like to go restock some of the games. So he's like, oh, I got this figured out. I'll just dip in there and steal myself one. So he gets in there, and instead of, like, trying to grab one and run, he starts, like, fishing around in people's lockers and things like that. And that's when our skulker shows up. And there just so happens to be a strongman mallet sitting right there. Bang, boom, pow. Gavin is now out of the equation, having had his skull crushed by one of these... uh, uh, strongman mallet thingies. Yeah, and his head was conveniently laying on the the lever. Yep, he rang the bell. He rang the bell. Ding. Okay, now for the rest of the night, Natalie is going to look around worriedly. Where's Gavin? What is he doing? He's got to be here. Can we just wait, guys? We have to wait for Gavin. They're getting towards the start of the line. Gavin is not showing up, but our skulker took Gavin's cell phone and is texting Natalie. Hey, uh, just gotten hold up here. I'll be right there. And Natalie's like, oh, can you hurry up? This is scary. So now we get to the start of the Deadlands maze, which apparently starts off with a, uh, um, what do you call it? Like a tract ride where you sit in a little yeah. cart and it takes you around. Like a little scare ride. Yeah, very cool. Uh, they get it. The um, Taylor and um, Asher get in. Away they go. Here comes uh, Jody and her boyfriend. Away they go. Again, with the hand ringing and the awkward looking around. And then finally, Natalie gets in a cart by herself and away she goes. Uh, She sits on the ride the whole time staring at her phone, which is something else that would make me want to punch her in the face. Uh, As the things are jumping out at her and freaking her out, halfway through, the ride comes to a stop. Now, here's something I didn't mention, but I did find very cool. Tony Todd does a shit ton of voiceovers for this movie. Mm-hmm. His voice just pops up periodically. Yeah. Now you are entering the Deadlands. Mm-hmm. I know I do a terrible Tony Nailed Todd. Nailed it. Yeah, I got it, pretty much. Need to smoke more. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> and be black, I think. <laughs> so uh, her, the, his voice comes on. We are experiencing technical difficulties. We will be with you in a moment. Uh, our alert, what I think, was well... We'll find out in a second, but what appears to be our lurker pops up there in, like, the mechanical side of this ride. And he's just standing there, and she's like, huh, you going to get me out of here? And he just keeps coming closer and closer and closer. And then eventually, from the outside, we see the ride kick back on, and then the cart comes through, and the lurker is standing on top of uh, Natalie's cart. So from there, the cart comes to a stop, and they let Natalie out, and she's freaking out. That's him. That's the guy. He's... And then, and then here comes like five other lurkers, and they—they're all wearing the same thing, same hoodie, same mask ensemble. You think they're tit lurkers? I would be. I mean, is there another reason to be a lurker? These things, <laughs> professional tit lurking, my friend. 
uh, there's like five of them out, and then here comes Tony Todd's voice. You are now in the Deadlands. The others will lead you. So apparently these guys are supposed to be the others, mm-hmm. and it's their job to lead you from the little push cart ride into the actual Deadlands maze. All right. Very cool. Very creepy. Uh, away they go. The first part they get to, the, well, they come to like this weird hub area, I think, where you can choose which area in the Deadlands you go to. One is like a mildly nightmare. The second one is like sleep paralysis. And the third one is like full-on night terrors. So, of course, the ladies go to mildly nightmare because it's kind of scary. I don't know, guys. And the guys run all to the full-on night terrors one. Uh, the sleep- I would claim I'm protecting the women. And totally. Go down the- yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, you know what? Uh I don't want anything to happen to these kids here. But it's, <laughs> just gonna, I'll I mean, aware. I would totally go in that one. But this, I, you know, kids, what am I going to do? <laughs> but the the I thought the one that the ladies went through was pretty cool, especially that long hallway that had all the hands. Yeah. So it had like a Silent Hill vibe to it. I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty dope. Uh, in the full-on Night Terror one, there's like a weird Dr. Satan type of a dude. Mm-hmm. He is pretty cool. Yeah, he looked cool. He gets up, he chases them around. The guys get flashlights that, like, change color of illumination as they go further into the maze. Pretty, do- pretty dope. Like, a high, total high concept, you know? I feel like somebody wrote, like, a whole story behind just this yeah. Deadlands and the others and all that stuff. Uh, anyway, um, at one point, the two guys, Asher and Jody's boyfriend, get separated. And Asher gets chased by our lurker and eventually gets a syringe to the eyeball. And that removes him from the equation. Uh, funny that when they reconvene on the other side, um, what was her name? Taylor is not at all concerned about Asher's lack of being yeah, there. Yeah, not at all. She's like, oh, he's probably in there volunteering for something. He's having the time of his life. Yay! All of Asher's bench presses did him no good. <sighs> I don't think so. Um, anyway, so from there they go out. And now uh, Jody and um, Natalie have to go to the bathroom. So they go off to the bathroom. Oh, just before that, Natalie gets hosed by one of the scare workers with oh, like yeah. a slime Oh, gun you've been Brundlefly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope they were like targeting her for, for these attacks. But uh, she has to go to the bathroom to wash it off. That's where we find our six-foot-tall uh, hairdryer situation. <clears throat> and Jody leaves to go wait for her to finish uh, mopping herself up. After that, she kind of gets accosted again by the lurker. We know him because we've seen his boots, and he comes in, and he basically just pounds on her stall and then leaves. She then has to call security and have a genuine freakout, and she's asking security to shut the park down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, lady. Shut the park down because somebody may have wandered into the wrong stall. Oh, you're kidding me with this. But they did find her um, film role picture, mm-hmm. so they know they know that they're dealing with the same guy. Sure. Uh, eventually, they calm her down. The security guy's like, look, you're in a haunted attraction. They're supposed to scare you. Some of these guys take it a little too seriously. I get that. but Yeah, really, they're also in the touchy area, too. Though. You are. You're lucky you didn't catch a magic thumb right up in, <laughs> right up in that stall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, the haunted shocker. <laughs> oh, wow! Shit! That was terrifying. Uh, anyway, they kind of calm her down. Now they go out, and uh, Taylor's not there. So wait, wait, where'd Taylor go? And then 
uh, Jody's boyfriend is like, oh, she volunteered for something. It's going to be awesome. I'm sure she's going to love it. Now is when we have, like, the Grand Marshal of Hellfest showing up, Tony Todd himself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, welcome to Hellfest. And he's got on stage with all the lights and all that shit. And then he's got to sacrifice a sinner. So they wheel her out, uh, Taylor, and they have, like, a guillotine situation. And they've basically got this little show set up to where they're going to sacrifice her. They're going to cut her head off in a guillotine. Yeah. Very cool. So she comes out. She does a little dance. Oh, I'm the worst sinner ever. You better cut my head off. And he's like, well, okay then. So they they strap her down on this thing. And it's a big, it's a gag. Uh, they've got like a fake head and they chop the, the fake head off. And she just kind of like pushes herself back to avoid the fake guillotine situation. But um, from there, they wheel her back like, and they close the curtain behind her. Behind, like in front of her, so nobody can see. And then we come to realize that um, the the guy playing the executioner is actually our lurker. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And he's going to cut her head off for real. He like instead of letting her out, he straps her in even tighter, pushes her head up, and locks it in place. But then he drops the guillotine blade on her, and of course the guillotine blade is fake, so it really just barely breaks the skin. Yeah, it didn't get. Well, I I thought it was like he didn't have it raised up high enough. Oh, is that what it was? And that's kind of what it seemed like. Okay. Because he was really aggressively raising it the second time. Yeah. I thought he was going to, like, get on there and jump yeah, on top of it. Yeah, I thought he would just kind of yeah, chop Some, it down. Yeah, something like that. But uh, that doesn't happen. And while he's fucking around with it, trying to take another whack at her, she manages to get her restraints loose and go running off. She goes running out. Uh, into the crowd, she's freaking right out. Uh, Jody and um, Natalie see her, so mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my god, let's help her!" That's yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about being there screaming for help is you. Nobody's everybody gonna, just thinks yeah, it's part of the part show. of the show. Uh, so that yeah, everybody she's just running right past everybody, and they're like, "Oh, that was uh, pretty cool." And then eventually, our lurker catches up to her and stabs the piss out of her. Uh, her boyfriend tries to like pull him off, and he gets shanked up too. So those two are now out of the equation. Now we're just left with um, Natalie and Jody. And about that time, the people that are working at the park and are there are starting to realize that that actually happened. So now cops are being called and things like that. Uh, our lurker chases Natalie and Jody into the one of the various scare mazes, which is now empty except for the three of them. And uh, away they go. Cat and mouse game, very cool. Because Natalie is so smart, she figured out the laser beam thing at the bottom which sets off the things mm-hmm. so that's how she's kind of like tracking him but he's tracking her so her and jody stop stepping stop breaking the laser beams at the bottom so they're harder to find make a long story short natalie kind of uses jody as bait because jody gets a little slash on her leg and it's slowing her down and then once he sets off the laser beam thing at the bottom, Natalie jumps out of a side room because, as we've established, she's figured out all yeah, the... Yeah, she knows the she knows, inner she knows workings the, of all of it. She's got the, uh, the the architecture down. Yeah. And she, I think, stabs our guy, right? Yeah, she stabbed him one time. Just like one time. But kni- it, knife to the gut, I thought. Was it the gut? It looked Couldn't like the tell. chest. Couldn't tell. That but guy, apparently it didn't do a lot of good. No. Somehow, either that or she got one of the prop blades and it just retracted. <laughs> yeah, which be, would be oh, better. there was a little blood though. Was there? Yeah, there okay. was some blood. Yeah, you're right. Because in a second, the cops show up. Uh, he just kind of lays flat while the girls go taking off. The cops show up, and of course, there's no body. Uh, from there, we see our our antagonist go home 
where he's got like a kill trophy uh, cabinet situation and he hangs his mask up and he's still got Natalie's pictures, puts them in there and locks it up. And then he goes and presents his daughter with one of the little voodoo dolls. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Daddy, you're home. And he's like, yeah, here's your voodoo doll. And that's pretty much the end of your movie. Uh, my only hang up there was if he was stabbed somewhere. Yeah. He, he wasn't. He didn't act like he was hurting or no. even in a hurry for a Band-Aid. Very simple. After he hangs the mask up, he like touches his chest and sees the blood or something like that. There you go. Good. Good yeah. to go. No, <laughs> no, none of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still enjoyed the movie. I still liked it a lot. It, we've rewatched this I, I don't even know how many times. Yeah. It's a really good movie to put in the background because about any time you look at the TV – You've got some nice visuals. Sure. You know, it's it's stuff that really resonates with us. Absolutely. So I, we, we really like it. I'm going to put this on the shelf right next to Blair Witch Project. Good movie. I'm not going to let this shitty character ruin the whole movie for me. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, Jason. And I'm sure it's not the actress's fault. I'm sure she was told to act that way. Yeah. But again, stay the fuck home, you know? Or go find yourself a park bench. You and Gavin can make out all goddamn night long. I will go and enjoy myself. I understand. Next time you have a party, I'll send Sarah. I'll stay home. Oh, stop it. I know it. where this is going. Stop it. <laughs> What's a padded room party without a gay guy? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to be the pivot man. That's, that's exactly right. All right, inmates. We're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Jason Harrell. We sure are. We are back. I think there's something even more creepy. The only thing that that Hellfest was missing, cornfield. You think so? Oh, yeah. Is that a must? Yeah. What's creepier than a cornfield? You know? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's the cornfield that really terrifies me. (laughs) (laughs) It's the corn itself. (laughs) You could just walk any direction through that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you'll be lost in no time. Who knows? It's being trapped inside of the maze. That's what freaks you out. Where they can really prevent you from going sideways. Yeah, you only got one direction. It's either that way or Or that that way. way. Yeah. Scary stuff. The last time that uh, I was presented with a sideways option is when we walked out of, this is the last haunted house we went into. Huh. There was an emergency exit to my left. Oh, no. We, we left. You, you took the bitch exit? <laughs> we're, we're the only two people in this entire business. Uh, and it's just so dark staring down this hallway. Yeah. And I'm all, I don't want to go down the hallway. Oh, Jason. <laughs> totally badged out. That's all right, buddy. We love you anyway. You ready to get into a meat hook, my friend? You bet. Let's do it. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Top three holiday horror movies. This is, uh, it's very easy to get sucked into a certain holiday with this one. Yep. Actually, two or three different holidays. What's number three, Jason? My number three, April Fool's Day. Okay. The, The original. Sure. That's not something I'd normally consider a holiday, but I'm into it. It's on a calendar. It is technically on the calendar. <laughs> well, let's get a good Ramadan-based horror movie. <laughs> Boxing Day Massacre. I love it. <laughs> no, that's Caesar a good one. Chavez Day Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, man. Did you? Uh, so, you, did you see the the remake? Yeah, it's horrible. It's dog shit. It's yeah. terrible. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything. No, it was awful. Yeah, the the original though, rock solid eighties. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. My number two, my number three, actually. Mm-hmm. I've got a soft spot for, well, I've got a very hard spot for this movie, actually. It's P2. You ever seen it? Parking stall? Yeah, parking lot. Yeah. Uh, West Bentley. Uh, what ba- holiday was that? Christmas. Was it? Yeah, it was a Christmas party. I don't even remember that part being part of it. It's very forgettable, except for, for me, because yeah. it involves uh, that... Very buxom young lady in the yeah. low cut, low cut, running thing. around with her tits bobbling around, running up and down yeah. stairs all night long. Oh, you, oh, you, oh. you threw uh, fire sprinklers and stuff. <laughs> Very exciting for me. Yeah, that's not a bad show. It's it's fine. It's nothing really to write home about. But uh, for that, and it, the the aesthetic of that uh, parking garage, yeah. parking garages can be freaky, man. Yes, they can. The acoustics, you know. Yeah, they Spe- can be very very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about number two, Big Guy? Uh, my number two, Trick or Treat. So this would be the... Uh, Mark Singer, 
the Skippy. Skippy. Yeah, okay. Sammy Kerr. Yeah, yeah, buddy. All that good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, around wasn't it Halloween? Halloween mm-hmm. Like the big Halloween dance was yeah. when all hell broke loose. Love that yeah. movie. The yeah, especially fucking that music of that movie. That is part, so good. especially when he starts when he like the the <laughs> amp explodes. Yeah, he lightning bolt guitar. <laughs> he raises up out of the the wreckage and then just starts rocking everybody, <laughs> rocking their heads off. <laughs> he totally, <laughs> I love it. My number two is actually an anthology film. Mm-hmm. Uh, aptly titled Holidays. Hmm. You get like a little holiday short for every single holiday. Yeah. Uh, the most disturbing one was the Easter holiday. Oh, really? This bunny Jesus mutant thing shows up <laughs> and it's like crucified, but it comes down into your living room wearing like the Jesus loincloth. It's pretty weird. Was but- that the bunny Rambo looking thing that you posted on... Uh- the yes. Room website. Oh, yes. Okay. Exactly. He's pretty cool looking. He is. And like, uh, it looks like Rambo. You think he looks like Rambo? Well, I I couldn't tell that in that thumbnail that that was like a uh, crown of thorns. It's supposed to be a crown. So of thorns, it yeah. kind of looked like a Rambo pendant. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo, Jesus, they're pretty close, you know. <laughs> and he's pretty yoked too. He is too, yeah, he's but he's like jacked. all pasty and like. Uh, albino looking thing. Yeah, it looked pretty cool though. It's not bad. And uh, there's some some other good ones in there too. How about number one? I'm My in. number one, Trick or Treat. Okay. It's a damn good movie. It is. And, it's uh, so good. You know what? You know what kind of, I love that movie, but you know what kind of pisses me off about it? I don't think such a place or such a level of block party actually exists yeah. to where... I mean, this neighborhood on this side gets pretty lively on Halloween. Sure. But by, I don't know, 8.30, yeah. it's a it's ghost town. It's time to fill it up. It's a ghost town. Yeah. I want an all-night Halloween block party that just rages. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't think so. Yeah, everybody was down for the calls yeah. and trick-or-treat. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there's like a small town somewhere that just goes all out. Oh, there should be. I hope so. That's where I want to move. Let's find it, man. Let's find it. It's not here, that's for sure. No, it's not. I'm the one house. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we try, but nobody really cares. Uh, My number one, the original, of course, Halloween, 1978. John Carpenter classic. What I like so much about I mean, there's a lot to like about that. But what I really dig about that is the suburban... Halloween picture mm-hmm. um, atmosphere because it's Halloween. It's Halloween in America in a very quiet, safe neighborhood mm-hmm. where people are just running to and fro in their various costumes and parents are pissed off and chasing the kids around. And uh, just beyond that, just outside of that veil of normalcy and somewhat controlled chaos, the devil himself is walking amongst you and yeah. looking to fuck some serious shit up, mm-hmm. and is doing so. Yeah, um, I don't think you're gonna ever gonna be able to top the the original. Um, I also like how minimalist it is. And yeah, it's such a uh, juxtaposition to uh, trick or treat because where it's the whole freaking neighborhood yeah. is just lit up. Oh yeah. Whereas with Halloween, you've got a glowing pumpkin. And that's pretty much your that's decoration. It. Yeah. And lets you know people are, lets everybody know you're open for business, mm-hmm. come trick or treat, but it's very minimal. Yeah. And it, so it keeps it dark, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still the aesthetics are there. And it's, it's a place that we're comfortable in, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we, we, 
I mean, most of us, especially if you're listening to this fucking podcast, have been trick-or-treating or have taken your kids trick-or-treating. And, of course, there's that underlying fear of the razor blade in the apple sure. or <laughs> some fucking weirdo jerking off in the bushes. I'm sure it's I'm happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> I warned you about that. <laughs> you do it three more times and we're going to have You've to have You've got a nice discussion. bush. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's, it's a place that we're all comfortable and familiar with. And on that one night, everything is cool. And then, but it actually isn't. Yeah. I'm into it, man. Uh, did Sarah have three? She does. Let's hear them. Her number three, the original Halloween. That of a girl. Her number two, April Fool's Day, Mm. the original. And her number one, trick or treat. I figured that would, you got, you guys love yourself some trick or treat. We love that movie. Right on. Yeah. I'm, I love it too. Yeah, it's so visual. Visually, it's just amazing. Throwing the Marilyn Manson song in there is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some werewolf boobs. Solid anthology, anthology story. Good mm-hmm. wraparound, like start to finish. Just oh yeah, it it's a movie that's constantly on in our house. I love that about you. Yeah, it's good stuff. Right on, inmates. We would love to hear what your top three holiday themed horror films are. Mail at paddedroompodcast.com is how you can email us or just call the mental health hotline. Area code 775-387-0275. We would love to hear your, your voice and uh, get to know you and uh, you know learn things about you and possibly get your address. Feel free to whisper. Uh, we, Sweet nothing. Speak slowly. That would be even better. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, inmates, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? So I got to watch one movie this week Mm -hmm. that I really, really, really liked until the last 35 seconds. It was called The Dark. Yeah. And I texted you about it earlier in the week. It's basically uh, Let the Right One In meets Wrong Turn. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've got the vampire girl who's living by herself out in the woods and uh, she's all fucked. She's not like the girl from uh, Let the Right One In. She's all fucked up. She's basically decaying, but she still drinks blood to keep herself going. And then you've got a weird crime scenario where a kid about her age uh, gets basically marooned out in the woods, and they kind of figure it out. I was I was with you a hundred percent up right up until the last thirty seconds, and then I realized what the director did. And I just said, God, come on, man. I'll tell you about it off the air because okay. I'm going to recommend I – w- I would recommend you check it out once. Still. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Once, once That's you, a hell of a thing to wreck it in like that close to the end. It is. And we I, – I, okay, I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody listening. I will ruin it for you, though. Off the air. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching this week, Jason? Uh, the only thing I watched uh, on April 1st was April Fool's Day. That it's a boy. our annual household tradition to uh, watch April Fool's Day on April Fool's Day. Very cool, man. And uh, I look forward to it all year long. That is a solid movie. Saw it in theaters with my dad as a kid and just holds a very special place in my heart. Um, there's just so much about that movie that I love. Nice. I, I think because it genuinely fooled me when oh, I yeah. when I saw it that totally, first time, yeah. it totally got me. So, which 
in rewatching, especially in adulthood, it complete horseshit that just, any of that would work. I was just going to say, <laughs> it's watching it now. Yeah, you the, know, the you logistics can't. would not work. Right. Um, but still, it's just so 80s and it's just so good. Some great characters in there, a lot of good humor. Uh, really good dark horror or dark comedy horror. Yeah. yeah right on, good man. Stuff. The only other thing I watched was Napoleon Dynamite because, damn it, that's a fucking good movie. I agree. And I think it holds up just fine. <laughs> it's so good. So stupid. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I think my favorite part is the uh, the cow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> about that. How about some immersion therapy, my man? Immersion therapy. When he nails Uncle Rico in the face with a stick. <laughs> or no, when Uncle Rico nails him in the face with a stick. <laughs> it's just the best. I think it's when he was uh, trying to feed Tina the tuna casserole. <laughs> Eat the food, food, you fat lord. Eat the food. <laughs> we should just have a Napoleon Dynamite podcast. We totally should. We'll just watch It'd be it. nothing but one-liners. <laughs> just watch it once a week. Come in here and talk about our other favorite parts. <laughs> Uh, did you get a chance to watch Torn Hearts? Yeah. What did you think of that? A uh, little slow in the build-up, um, but I was I was in. Yeah. Didn't really know 100% where it was going, um, but ultimately it kind of took a turn where I felt a little disappointed. Still came away with like a 5 out of 10. That's fair. Like a middle-of-the-road kind of movie. Yeah. Just because um, th- that that once you kind of knew where things were going, you could kind of see how they were going to f- wrap it up. Right. And so it's a little predictable. I'm not, I'm still not a hundred percent sure what we were going for. Was she, she kept saying she needed to atone. So was, she was just going to kill herself and kill, kill uh, the slightly less attractive girl. She was going to, she was going to, each other. <laughs> she was trying to set herself up. Peggy Bundy was trying to set herself up to be killed. Right. And that would make that would atone for her, I guess, dismembering and ultimately killing maybe her, her sister. Uh, her sister. Right? Yeah. Um, the prettier girl would shoot her uglier friend. Right. Um, so I don't know how that would be an atonement, though. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, it just kind of fell off the rails a bit. Um, I didn't know if there was going to be some kind of weird body transference that's what i was thinking i really because the, the way peggy bundy was talking to her sister yeah i thought okay well maybe they're just gonna take you know put their own Skeleton souls kid. in the yeah, yeah into these fresher bodies sure have new newborn careers yeah but no <laughs> i thought maybe she had her like she had the sister chained up in that weird uh, yeah. shrine room or whatever yeah. it was but um I got I got a little uh, horror bonered by the by the cast. I saw Josh Leonard. I uh-huh. saw Shiloh Fernandez, and I already had Peg Bundy, who, by the way, I would still bang the fuck out of today. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, it did feel a lot like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, but hey, I'm ready to overcompensate with Antichrist from no. 2009, starring Willem Dafoe and Charlotte Gainsbourg. 
That's going to be your immersion therapy this week, inmates. You can find this one on Tubi. Um, yeah, get ready for some penis trauma. And other, oh, there's some vag trauma too, now that I think about it. You're going to love that shit or not. Don't watch it with the kids. <laughs> Check it out either way, and uh, we will compare notes next week, my it's friends. more like perversion therapy. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Genitalia therapy is what it really is. I'll tell you. But while you're uh, getting ready to watch that, let's do a little education of Darian. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a uh, cop that just moved to a small town. My Asian partner is just mysteriously died, and now I'm trying to work that case. And in doing so, I seem to have attracted some thing that is now pestering me and my son. I'm talking about The Grudge from 2020. This was not a remake. It was more of a sequel, I'd say. Did you get a chance to see that one? Yeah, a lot of people shit on it. I, I thought it. I thought it was solid enough. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, I had a good time with uh, it. I think the main point of contention is that it didn't take place in Japan. I actually like it better than... Honestly, I think I like it out of all of those. I like it as good as their other best one. So... Okay, if you watch the original Juwan, mm-hmm. the Japanese version, there is a whole time loop thing. Yeah, that goes I, on. So I don't care for that. Okay. Then you go to the first the Americanization, Americanization which of is a the linear storyline. Uh, that movie is perfectly fine. It's fine. Um, I like this as much as that. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. I think I like this better than the original American. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Japanese had some ridiculous visual, visuals. And just the creepiness of, like, the, the long hallways yeah. and things like that was, was pretty nice. The gnarly. kid's real creepy in it. Yeah. I mean, so is the lady. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, I am out on a hunting trip uh, with my brother, older brother, I believe, maybe younger brother. And uh, we're going to get into a lot of family trauma, he and I. And it turns out our grandmother, who is just about on the verge of passing away, has been in a long-term, somewhat committed relationship with a demon. And uh, we've just had to come to uh, know that and uh, respect that. And, I mean, he's not a bad guy other than being a demon. I don't think he's a bad guy. She's the only one that can see him. And uh, we just kind of have to accept this as part of our reality. But now, Grandma is starting to uh, fall ill and this thing might want to reach out to another family member. I'm not exactly mentally stable either, so I don't know if I'm really experiencing this or if I'm just crazy. Uh, have him over for dinner. Just, See how you know, it goes. Check his Facebook profile. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't have any weird flags or anything. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Go to paddedroompodcast.com. Set yourself up a profile. It's just like Facebook, except it's just for us inmates. You can post pictures. Well, and a little more ghetto. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> don't. Uh, 
I was going to say you could post pictures or whatever you want, but I don't want to see like any weird like kid stuff. Um, <laughs> no scat stuff. No scat. Well, maybe a little light scat stuff. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, take it easy. I mean, on- scat man Crothers is about as far as I'm willing to go. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy on the weird insertions and things like that. Um, but that is how you, you reach out to us. You find all of our subsidiary shows. Horror for Dummies will be posted there also. Um, and you can interact with us on a, on a fairly regular and, uh, yeah, se- seamless basis without having to go through any filters or fact checkers or any yeah, other. Poke around, shit. see how it works. Uh, you know, help us flesh it out basically. Yeah. Help us flesh it out. Help us see what works, what don't work. And, uh, worst case scenario, we just have to turn a bunch of shit off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Well, Jason will, I don't know anything about this stuff. <laughs> In the meantime, inmates, for oh, um, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found the show. Also, uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running. Is the link to support up there? I uh, have not added it to the website, but that that uh, URL still is valid. Okay, so support support.paddedroompodcast.com is where you find the link to our Patreon page. Um, other than that, I think that's about it. You got anything else on the weekend, mate? That's it for me, homeboy. Join us next week for the barn here in halfway to Halloween month in the padded room. Uh, for scat porn and weird insertion pictures that you can't get away with posting anywhere else, uh, Halloween-themed horror movies, things that go bump in the night, awesome neighborhood block parties that should happen... Uh, around the Halloween season. On Halloween night even. Why not? Make a whole thing out of it. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Bye.